Get ready for non-stop action. Get ready for non-stop excitement. They're doing the job possibly nobody wants. Watching every canon film and analyzing them. To death. Frank Garcia Hale. Jeff Garlock in The Canon Canon. Now, right now. Will you show me everything? Do everything to me? Show me everything I can do to you? <sighs> Welcome to the Canon Canon. My name is Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Garcia, Ecstasy Hail. Oh, you finally found it. Oh, Frank, this all worked out. Oh, boy. And uh, yeah, Ecstasy is what this uh, episode of the Caddy Cannon will be. So welcome to the Caddy Cannon. We are the podcast where we talk about canon films and all of their amazing and, well, sometimes just output. Uh, even if it's one that kind of sums up big chunks of canon. Uh, And today is no exception. Uh, We are going to be covering, finally, for some of you, uh, and finally for some of you pervs out there, those softcore porn lovers, the 1984 canon quote-unquote classic Bolero. The movie... That I thought was the name of the main character for most of it, and I will never remember her name. I don't know if they said it. They might have. I just kept calling her Bolero in my notes. Uh, But yeah, we are, of course, doing the 1984 Bo Derek just naked fest uh, movie Bolero. And we're going to get into it in a bit. She's known as Mac, by the way. Oh, that's her name? She's known or, as, or that's yeah. her name? Yes. That's her nickname in the movie. Mac oh, it's not even her name. Do we ever figure out what her name it's, is? It's like A-Y-R-E, Air, A-R-E. Not even worth finding out sometimes. You could just call, yeah, you just call her Bolero. But yes, this is the podcast where we talk about canon films. And if you don't know, people, we got a Patreon patreon.com slash the canon canon uh that is where we do our bonus episodes that is where we do our soundtrack corner videos whole bunch of other stuff and we got a couple people we got to thank uh we got some new members to our patreon got to give a shout out to matt sessions thank you for being a quarter main thank you so much matt and got to give a shout out to uh simply kingdom uh, if I'm pronouncing that uh, wrong, let me know. Uh, but you are one of the greatest. Uh, and so you are going to be uh, uh, picking a cannon at some point. Because, of course, if you're in our greatest level uh, for six months, you get to pick one of our could have been a cannon episodes. Uh, we got a great one coming up this month. Uh, we already yep. got our pick. I think we got a great one coming up next month. We have a whole bunch on the slate. Also, what's on the slate? We got Canon Canon shirts now. Yeah. That is true. It's on our T Public site. Uh, go to our Instagram or our Twitter for the link because I can't right now completely figure out what the HTML link is. Uh, if you go, yeah, if you just go to our bio, the link should be in our link tree. Yes, we got a link tree okay. with all of our uh, appropriate links. There's just some dashes in the name. I'm I'm still figuring it out. It's fine. Just follow the links. We know, you know the deal. We're the Canon Bros. 
we don't understand tech. We are a bunch of dummies. Uh, but uh, please check that out. We've got the Canon logo, uh, Canon Canon logo uh, out there. We might have some other shirts in the future. Uh, pretty excited to see uh, them show up. Uh, I know a bunch of people have ordered them already, and we appreciate that. Uh, and what else do we appreciate? Oh, my God. Amazing segue. We appreciate our guest. That is right, people. We have a fantastic guest here today. With us from the What Are You Into podcast, from the short film Tond that you should check out, and from just being a TV star. She is a TV star. She is on lots of TV. (laughs) Kelly Hudson, welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. I should clarify right away that I've only just been on TV a couple like, times. It's like, not the star. Like massive. Like but star. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like go down to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> yeah. And look for a yeah. long time and then go home because you yeah. won't find my name. And then someone will be like, are you sure? And then you go back. Mm-hmm. And when you're there, look for me and Frank, too. And we'll yeah. be there. And you'll be wandering down certain streets being like, is this still the Walk of Fame? Wait, I haven't seen a star for <laughs> yeah. a while. Oh, my God. Where are we? I'll be selling fake tickets to the Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh. <laughs> and then I'll buy them. And then it's <laughs> it all eats itself. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for coming here. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm I'm new to the world of canon film or the idea of canon films i was kind of confused because yeah i was like okay i know there's a double meaning to this show title Uh but i've never read the description of the show right (laughs) of course course. so i was like okay there's a canon like there's the canon of a thing but then there's canons so i was like so when do the canons anyway um yesterday (laughs) while i was watching bolero it started out to list the production company and it was like canon so-and-so blah 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 and i was like Guys, did you know that this film? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dumb Sorry. luck. We didn't even know. We just picked it. No. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. I just had like a quick question. So, what is like one of the well-known like canon films? Great, fantastic. I mean, I'm just I, a little curious. You just list a couple off. I'm just curious. Segue from me into you, and then you gave me a perfect segue into what we usually mm. do, which is mm. what is your history with Canon? And if you don't have it, this is basically what they are. Uh, they were a production company uh, in the mid '80s, especially their height was the mid '80s. They were uh, uh, an Israeli duo, Menachem Golan and Yoram Globus. Okay. Uh, they were huge in Israel, and then okay. they came here, and uh, they bit the. They made at at the height of canon up to forty films a year, so they were just pumping out movies. The main ones that people know are the Chuck Norris and uh, uh, Charles Bronson movies. Okay, so all of the Death Wish sequels, okay. Missing in Action, uh, uh, the American Ninja series with Michael Dudikoff uh, and Steve James was mm-hmm. on there, but also. Bloodsport with John Claude Van Damme. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, over the Masters top. Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe, and then also Breaking Two, Breaking uh, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, uh, okay. This is the first one you've listed that I've yes. watched. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. So they mostly what most people know canon for is the action films. Right. Okay. Which but I was not involved with. Yeah. They they put out literally every type of movie and they put out filmmakers who were like at the end of their years. So Mm. like John Cassavetes, 
John Frankenheimer. Uh, uh, it really does like uh, Gore Vidal has a film on here. Like it's a, wow. uh, uh, it, it is, it's an insane amount. And, and at a period they were humongous uh, yeah. in, and they were like buying billboards at con and, uh, and then they of course blew it all. Right. Um, so, so it's a wild ride. Yeah, totally. I, I noticed that Lady Chatterley's Lover is also a canon film. Mm-hmm. It's in the their erotica, softcore porn, uh, whatever genre mm-hmm. section, mm-hmm. along with Bolero. And I have seen that. There okay, was a point great. in my life where ugh, I don't even remember. Okay, so I can like get I can talk about sex openly here, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. As long uh, what, as you don't say the word penis or vagina. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are big. <laughs> you have no, to use no, code words. I don't know. That's just our weird rules, arbitrary yeah, yeah, and don't make sense. You'll be bleeping those. Good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there was a point in my life when I first moved to New York. I think porn was at its status. The status of porn at that point, or the accessibility on the internet, was you would go to these sites. I can't remember the name of it. It was like Hun something. Do you Mm -hmm. guys remember the word Hun in there for something? It was like, and you would see, it was like a yellow page with a list of words and the like, there was no pictures, but there was like word descriptions for videos and pictures. Mm -hmm. And you would like click and it was like a lot, you know, you had to wait for the thing to upload and... This was this was pretty late into the internet in my memory. You know, the internet yeah. started when I was twelve, so like, it was it was it was late in the game. I was like twenty four at this point, um, just starting UCB. Just imagine me when you met me, <laughs> <laughs> that I was at home looking for porn, um, and I ju- I had a Netflix uh, DVD membership, so you would get these DVDs. I just like scoured the Netflix DVDs for anything pornographic because I was just like in that mood and phase of my life, which I am in again. Um, (laughs) And I found like a couple interesting things. There was something from uh, China that I can't remember the name of right now. Chinese film. And then there was Lady Chatterley's Lover. And I think I lost both of them. (laughs) (laughs) But I watched it because I was just like, what do they have available that has sex in it that I can watch and like have around? And I don't have to like go on this weird website and use this process combination that sucks. There was briefly too that there was like a porn Netflix and somehow didn't work which seems shocking to me yeah and i also i think at i that bet point you because they life, lost so many honestly right. i bet you it was just people were like we're not returning i'm just gonna yeah. break this after yeah. i ejaculate basically right i mean i'm almost 40 at this point and i'm at the point where i'm comfortable enough financially where i would consider putting money into something like that especially sure. if it supported creators or whatever but at that point in my life i was never i wasn't gonna just, we were spending what Seven ninety nine, maybe even less on this Netflix account. That was yeah. tops. That yeah. was the, yeah. the top of my spending ability yeah. on like media. Yeah, no, around and that time, like twenty dollars a month or whatever. Yeah, for and then one I have person. like eighty yeah. of those and like, no discs, Disney, <laughs> uh, and all that. Yeah, I remember. I like around that time you're talking about. I do. I was like trying to remember where I would have looked at any sort of porn because, like, right. I remember. You know, both going from college, it was like college was when I got my first like email because mm-hmm. I'm a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, still from college into my first apartment in New York, like I remember having our Internet was the dial up. 
that I would have to like go into our shared living room, unplug oh, wow. the phone, and wow. then connect it to my computer to get like <laughs> I remember it feeling like the websites would just be like piles and piles of hyperlinks. Yes. That would just go to like one terrible low res JPEG of Jill Kelly or something. Oh. Like just Who's some Jill like Kelly, is that an a actor porn or star? porn per- Okay, porn person. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's like, and it would just be, a, or like, uh, you know, Hypatia Lane or Lee yeah. or whoever, like piles of like that. And like, so then I'd have like a weird folder that was yeah. just like, all right, here are just some random photos that I downloaded. Yeah. Mostly yeah. because it was just so hard to get. It's like, not that I even needed it that much, honestly. It yeah. was just so hard to actually get to the internet in my apartment. <laughs> and I maybe bought my only no porn. I, my only porn I ever bought was at Tower Records. <laughs> New York. What was it? I'm dying to know. A what was best the title? of this one porn star, Devin. Okay, That's the thing. Of. It wasn't even sense. a movie. You got to make your di- your dime stretch with that kind of thing. That's how I felt. I was oh, yeah. just like, I the can't. The same as buying like a piece of clothing. You're like, well, all I can buy is beige because <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't go with everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling to pay red and I'm just like, I can't deal with a plot. I need like a bunch of randos <laughs> through together. Mine was, was, mine just... was at Best Buy. Sorry. Oh, really? What'd you get at Best Buy? <laughs> It was just like a, a best of Playboy, yeah. like one of those like, type of things. So yeah, yeah. so that's Sorry, the Kelly. thing. No, no it's I, okay. I was just gonna say that I love discussing times of our lives when we were poor enough that our life. I just feel like things were just so much more creative and interesting. Not creative and interesting. I'm just saying, like, when you're limited on your resources, things are so funny. The things you end up doing are so funny. You mean yeah. like like when I think I've said this to Frank when I uh, got fired from long term temping at Arista Records, so I just ended up stealing as much as I could, oh. and then I had a closet mm-hmm. in that apartment that full of like hundreds of Avril Lavigne and like yeah. notorious B.I.G. CDs. So to make rent <laughs> and like, to pay I'm bills, get on eBay. I yeah. would go to. There was websites that would just like they would actually pay you for CDs, and you could just click through and be like, I got five copies of this, six of this, and Ugh. throw it all in a box. And then you just get a check. So I'd all of a sudden get like 500 bucks for like, again, like Whitney Houston CDs that I didn't need. I remember like the first job that Dan got that paid more than $25 per article uh, (laughs) (laughs) that he got approved to write uh, at The Onion. It was, uh, he started working at College college Humor and it was not much. It was not a very big salary, but he was working as a writer performer there. I had just gotten far- fired from my job at Vice as a video editor that paid pretty good. It was like, sure. I remember I started at 8.40 a week and I was like blown out of my chair. That's I was good. like, holy shit, I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to live. <laughs> Shout out live. to both of our former employees. <laughs> yes, <Vice>. yes. <laughs> Jeff was also, yes, your music, your band's music, was it? Black Panther? No. Just Panthers. Just Panther. Panther was part of our, like, Vice Records uh, music that we were approved to use, so I used it in a lot of things. Uh, Yeah, that's an interesting (laughs) Thanks for those five-set royalties. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I got fired from my job there because um, Saru Shalvi, my boss, was like, you... I hate it here. <laughs> you can't I keep it can from visibly tell. being on your face, Kelly. Yes. And I'm like, I know, but don't fire me. But I anyway. like money more than yes. hating yeah. this. Yes. So I was suddenly without money, but of course, the the day after I got fired, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I uh, yeah, I'm gonna live again. I had the feeling again. Um, 
But Dan was working at College Humor, and of course they had like a little kitchen full of like cereal and stuff like that. He would s- systematically bring home packets of instant oatmeal so that I oh, at least yeah. didn't have to pay for breakfast. Isn't that That's the sad? Very and sweet. And I literally <laughs> would eat freeze dried oatmeal every fucking day and just be like, "I'm oh, yeah. so grateful for this hot mush." <laughs> yeah, he essentially water. brought you home gruel. Yeah, like, yeah, basically. <laughs> you were Oliver Twist, please, sir. <laughs> You are a Dickensian I mean, character. Around that same time, Kelly, that's when I would um, uh, intern at UCB, and I would ask the intern Sunday nights because mm-hmm. I know after ASCAT they would still have food left over, Ooh. like either pizza or tacos, pizza and I just take or that tacos. extra, and I would just take that for the week. Yes, you you were George Costanza eating the eclair out of the garbage. Oh, essentially, yep. you God. were dumpster diving your bosses. Yeah, <laughs> but yep. that's how you survive. I uh, never that- dumpster dived in New York. I feel like things were too like no. lock and key, yeah, I would locked not up. Touch but that. like. In Olympia, Washington, for sure. Oh, that's also like a hotbed for dumpster <laughs> yes. diving. That's like where it like started the, in my life. It's the training ground. Yeah. yeah. Crust punks were like, we can make a life out of this. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> when uh, I went to school in Olympia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I want to pull back even further from back. that just because mm-hmm. I'm like now thinking about because I, you know. The interesting part about this, you mentioned Lady Chatterley's lover, but Mm -hmm. I realized watching our movie today, Bolero, Mm -hmm. that this is, obviously we get breasts in canon films. That's Mm -hmm. just like, it happens. We're going to need it. And Israel's like, of course. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And this is, though, our first, we've made the differentiation of, like, we like low-budget, not cheap films. Mm -hmm. And... uh, but this is not necessarily this isn't low budget. This isn't a cheap film. This isn't even like just like quote unquote bad film. It falls into a very uh, distinct subcategory to me of this is our first real softcore porn film. Yeah. And I was telling you guys last night, I was like, I'm sure not only have I seen this cover of this movie in the the in uh, the blockbuster videos, mm-hmm. but I have seen this movie maybe even on Cinemax as a kid because yeah, there were like so. it was like Lady Chatterley's Lover there was this whole series called like Manuel Emmanuel yeah, that Emmanuel. would come on and I was like oh Emmanuel you know yeah. and it was like mostly just so long and boring but you'd get some sex and I, I must have seen this because there are so many scenes from it I think it's just infamous too so there must have been like imagery from it <clears throat> yeah I do but, think, I mean, it's because it was like, immediately I was like, oh, this is our first Emmanuel. Like, mm-hmm. because Emmanuel's the one that I think everyone maybe saw the most. It just like had, like, the rights to Emmanuel must have just been so ubiquitous. It was just like, <laughs> and there's, so, there's yeah. piles of them. Like, there's so many yeah. Emmanuel films and like, well, Emmanuel Canon released Africa. one this year. What happened? That that same Canon released one the same year as this, like pretty close to this movie, so, Emmanuel Four. So Kelly, this is also the beauty of why Holy we shit. do this podcast and why Canon will always blow me and Frank's spot. Like I forgot and didn't know that they did an Emmanuel film. Oh they have done my literally God. everything. It's perfect. That I mean that was what I was gonna guess. Is like, did they do the Emmanuels? Right. But, yeah. Because this is essentially Rochelle Rochelle. This is from <laughs> Seinfeld. This is the Rochelle yes. Rochelle movie. A young woman's ger- erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. Yeah. Is yeah. what this is. I just um, need to say up top, I thought this movie was terrible. Like yes. very not well made basic like cinematic like rules 
mm-hmm. like were not followed. I was right. lost about where I was in the room so many times. You yeah. know what I mean? Like how you have to follow. They these break rules. the 180 rule a lot. Yes, all the time. <laughs> and and also like I was just so fucking annoyed. It's like this could be kind of cool, even though obviously. Okay, let's get this straight. The fucking the the, the plot is that she's gonna go lose her virginity, right? Virginity is garbage. We all know that it's like a stupid myth. <laughs> it means nothing. Like I don't. It is. It is one of the most meaningless concepts ever, and people like base parts of their religion around it. Yes. And it's like, it's so fucking stupid. Um. So there's that. But like also like someone's sexual awakening is a very interesting story to me. There are lots of really good stories about it. The the awakening, I believe, by mm-hmm. like Kate Chopin or something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um but it just was so poorly executed. It was so poorly executed. And it spent like the last quarter to a third of the movie trying to convince a man who like was injured to fuck her again. <laughs> right. yeah. To get it up. It yeah. was so, so yeah. st- You've already brought up some amazing things <laughs> that I want to go deep dive into. Because honestly, like you've already brought up like a lot of like talking points that I, uh-huh. I love. Okay. Uh, that's fantastic. Let's do some facts first, Frank, before we Let's really deep dive oh, into yeah. Bolero. <laughs> All right, Bolero, a.k.a. Bolero Ecstasy, a.k.a. Bolero Ecstasy. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, here's the difference. It's a, a Bolero Ecstasy twice, but once With it's the spelled higher. the way that she misspelled it, oh, the E-X perfect. way. Oh. Uh, then there's uh, an adventure in ecstasy or Bolero an adventure in ecstasy. This came out on August 31st, 1984. I'm getting all hot and bothered, Jeff. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm shaking. <laughs> Written and directed by John Derrick. That's uh, her husband. He also <laughs> directed husband. Uh, some Sh- <laughs> She also directed he also directed some Shania Twain videos in the 90s. Uh, <gasps> Which and that one? weird other uh, I can't remember, but uh, he also directed that weird uh, sexual Tarzan movie. Yeah. For canon as well with Bo Derek and Ghost Can't Do It, which was the one that somehow oh, yeah. I knew the most. Did you say ghosts oh, can't do it? Ghosts can't do ghosts it. Can't do it. Yep. Are they Starring talking about Anthony sex? Quinn? I believe. Oh yeah, it's just about ghosts <laughs> who want to fuck or something. That was on <laughs> all those channels as well a lot. Uh, go on, Frank. So, sorry. Oh yeah, that's fine. So the budget was seven million dollars, and it grossed worldwide eight point nine million. Hmm. So we're talking about 1984, which is one of the biggest years in uh, cinematic history. Here are the top 10 movies. We have Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Doom, Gremlins, The Karate Kid, Police Academy, Footloose, Beverly Hills Cop, Star Trek Three, The Search for Spock, Terms of Endearment, and Romancing the Stone. Oh, my God. Where do you think this landed that year? Where do you think it charted? Out of 200. This one surprised me. This one surprised me. We're going to go about 200. Yeah. Yeah, around 200. Yeah. Kelly, what do you think? We're going to throw it to you. My initial guess was 260. (laughs) So you might have to bring it up a little. (laughs) Because it's got to be over 200. Oh, it has to be. Wait, what? We're going out of the the top 200 movies of that. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, no. You. I mean, that's the thing. I thought that you guess, said it was around 200. Okay. No, no. Oh, it's no, no. 200. So totally, it's yeah. 200 movies. Where did it chart? It surprised you. I'm going to go down then. 63. Yeah. Whoa. 154. 
Uh, Kelly would win by Price is Right Price rules. Is right rule. Because it. it's eighty sixth. Okay. Wow, that is surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I. And I mean, but yeah. It's funny because you watch the movie and you're like, well, it was nineteen eighty four. You know, movies weren't good yet. And then you're like, oh, all those movies. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. Wait a second. Piles of great movies have existed yes. since fifties, forties. Say, oh shit. Why am I making excuses for Bolero? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, Canon released uh, quite a bit of films this year. Here are the films that they released. Baby Love, The Big Tease, Here Comes Another One, that's, that's what it's called, uh, Over the Brooklyn Bridge, Sahara, Breakin', Making the Grade, Soldier of the Night, The Naked Face, Ordered by Innocence, uh, I'm Order. almost not <laughs> I'm almost not crazy, uh, John Cassavetes, The Man and His Work, uh, Sword of the Valiant, Love Streams, uh, Bolero, this one, uh, Exterminator 2, Ninja 3, The Domination, Force Witness, Missing in Action, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, Thor the Conqueror, uh, Fast Lane Fever, Emmanuel 4, uh, Malambra, and Rendezvous. That's too wow. many movies. I would yep, guess a big chunk of the that. Studio. I would guess a big chunk of that first half has got to be those distributed titles. Um, no, these are all Warner Brothers, Paramount, they are? Columbia. Oh my like, God. These are like the. Yeah, most of these are the only ones that are um, like uh, like the later. Yeah, all these are Canon That's Group crazy. or with MGM or other studios, except for yeah, no, those were all except for two, the last two, which were uh, Canon Distributors UK. Once again, Patreon.com/slash the Canon Canon. If you really <laughs> want us to, like, I mean, did you just hear what we would have to put ourselves through to l- watch every Canon film? <laughs> I don't even know three quarters of them, and it gets worse yeah. every episode. Baby love, Ma- baby love. I'm sure that is complicated. Speaking of baby love. Speaking of baby love. There's a character in the movie who is apparently 13 years old who... I, the storyline is something like, once she turns 14, she can fuck this matador guy. Yeah. And it was like, okay, that's horrifying. Maybe that's part of Spanish culture. Uh, but then they show this actress naked. Yeah. A yeah. few times. And it's like, holy shit. And then I look it up. I'm like, okay, maybe the actor's over 18. She's 15. Yeah. It's yeah. really fucking scary. I guess that was just like fine back then or it was international law. The 80s. Law, or, the oh, 80s. Yeah. Rules yeah. and international stuff. I guess there stuff. was like Brooke Shields nudity too at that point. Yeah. Diane Lane and uh, ladies and gen- gentlemen, the fabulous Danes. Yeah. Even and of course was, back was then like... people were having sex with 14 year olds and saying it was consensual anyways. So it was right. all fun and games. Don't worry about it. I just adopted her so I could have sex with her. Wait, what? How does that legally <laughs> yeah. still work? Steven Tyler? What the heart wants. <laughs> Oh, well, God. yeah, I mean, that is a big chunk. of So, like, what Bolero is, and you kind of gave that summary a little bit, uh, Kelly, is, like, the, the main plot is uh, Bo Derek is a rich uh, graduate who wants to lose her virginity, so she travels around the world to find the right person to, uh, to uh, right. Uh, learn about ecstasy yeah. and uh, give her virginity away. Again, as you even mentioned, we can get into that even more, a concept that is so... <laughs> Of that time, but still somehow of the time of a lot of weirdos. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the beauty of even that summary is that's not a summary of the movie. No. 
Because she doesn't. Like, even that is like a like even if you were like, all right, that creepy idea of a movie could right. make sense. Yeah. If you had like, look, I'll sketch teacher this. Mm-hmm. That's two beats. You'd have two beats, <laughs> and you had a fucking blackout line. I was really with hoping forty for a, minutes left. Yeah, I was hoping for at least a montage of like trial and error. Like <laughs> I'm in like China. I'm a, in Africa. I'm yeah. in other countries, yes. not just not just. I watched. Okay, so the f- opening scene is she watches a movie, which uh, I'm pretty sure the Sheik is about a rapist, right? Yeah, it is. It's an okay. original. Yeah, it's Rudolph Valentino. Yes. Movie, and First of all, we should mention this fucking movie takes place during 1920, 1921. Yeah. Hilarious, yeah. because immediately you're like, well, that's a woman from the 70s or 80s because of her yes. hair. Like, no yes. one had a costume. <laughs> she didn't have a costume on the entire time. Everyone else was like, I'm a flapper, and she's like, I. <laughs> Live in 1984. I'm Bo Derek. Yes, I'm Bo <laughs> Every Derek. time she's My just I'm Bo Derek. Derek. Yes, no makeup except the like n- the twiggy like eyeliner, which mm-hmm. it was. It was so interesting to just see how unstylized it was. She sees a movie about a rapist. She's like, I want to go fuck a sheik. Why? Why? <laughs> then she goes and finds a sheik who is some random white guy. In like a costume, chic costume from Party City. Right. <laughs> it was like... He clearly, right away, you're just like Bolero, because again, I'm only gonna call her Bolero. I don't know her name. You're just like, he's a white guy. You know this, right? Yeah. Like, I, like, and, and at first, you're just like, it's canon. They're gonna be doing like brown face, right? Like yeah. essentially, but then you're like, no, I guess that is part of the plot. She's just. Right. Frustratingly dumb or unobservant. Right. Um, oh, she does sent- find out later that yeah, he was schooled in in England. That's where we end up. Yeah. And, like he does. He's yeah. not even really a sheik. He's a, he's called a sheik, but he's not really a sheik. I mean, here's I have the- a British nanny. Yes. <laughs> I mean, here is the thing. You said, like even going off of your point there of like the you know the the movie is both stylized and not. It's like non-committal. Like yes. I forgot what year. Well, I forgot that it was supposed to be the twenties. Like. Oh. Beyond that, the beginning, they're watching a 1920s silent film, and they use the trope that we can get into later of the silent film. When she's um, describing her sexual experience. Yeah, with as like a, right, as like a, a kind of literary and film trope. Yeah. Um, but she mostly is just playing Bo Derek, which was what the selling point of this movie is. <sighs> like that, it's essentially like, so Bo Derek's basic deal, and, and as we always say, uh, check out the Canon Film Guide. Austin Trunick uh, did a great chapter on this. Uh, he gets into a lot of stuff in a lot more detail than uh, we can't will wait to hear, hear what Bo Derek's deal is. Because so I've she wondered. was essentially a beach bum. <laughs> like she was like in high school. She dropped out of high school to become like a California surfer girl. Uh-huh. And she was sixteen. Mm-hmm. She meets this guy, John Derek, who's an actor, former actor, who is forty six, I believe, at the time. Mm. They fall in love, mm-hmm. and he uh, swoops her away to Europe. She doesn't go to school, and basically, one version, they went to Europe because they wanted to make a movie in Europe. Mm-hmm. Second version, it's statutory rape. Yeah. I can get away with it in Europe. Kidnapping, yeah. Yeah, so he basically, they make a couple movies. Uh, all the movies that, even before she becomes Bo, are... Uh, a younger person falls in love with her brother or her older sibling or something like it's like they're incesty. They've got these kind of, you know, questionable themes. 
uh, he rebrands her as Bo, mm-hmm. uh, dyes her hair to the color she has in this movie, blonde. Oh, I wondered about that. It's if like that was, she's, it she's really brown unnatural. haired, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, she, she gets renamed Bo, and then uh, the main movie that most people know her from was 10, Blake Edwards' 10. Uh, which is, is essentially that the one where she has the cornrows and the she has suit? the cornrows okay. and it becomes a sexual icon in there. Mm-hmm. I think she's nineteen at that point. The plot of that movie is middle aged man falls in love with a teenage girl. Mm. That is a whole subplot of like post Lolita, but like in the eighties, you got Blame It on Rio. Right. That was another one that existed with Joseph Bologna and Michael Caine. Um, right. uh, but she becomes a sex symbol after that, and then. That leads to basically what is the rest of her career is right. him directing her to be a younger person getting with older people. Yeah. I just have to address something. We'll Please. get I want to talk about my opinions on Bo Derrick <laughs> from whatever perspective I have. Um, but I also just wanted to address the fact that like the movies you're describing, Lolita, this one, like the concepts and the plots are like fucking sexy, I think. And like as a kid, like kind of a lot of the fantasies I was having, you know, mm-hmm. and but it's just wild how long these concepts have been put on paper, produced, reproduced, and people watched them, but then children were involved. Yeah, without any real perspective on what the fuck was going on. Like, as a 38-year-old woman, I can look back and be like, okay, you know, when I was 10, I wanted to, like, fuck my friend's dad or whatever. And it's like, that was a nice, safe little fantasy for me to have at that age. But now, it's just like, you know, whatever. It's like, I just can't believe that, like, for so long they were just like, of course you can hire a 15-year-old girl to, like, be naked in this movie for men to jerk off to. It's like, wild. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I want I want there to be a world in which, like, these ideas and concepts can be explored, but everybody's safe. And yeah. I, I did see this movie called The Tale, starring Laura Dern, where this woman sort of... It's very recent. This woman discovers that she was, like you know, statutorily raped. She had, she thought she had statutorily. Is that a thing? Um, (laughs) She had a relationship with someone as a, when she was a child and she was like, it was romance. And it was like, no, you were raped by an adult. Um, But all those scenes, like they kind of use this like body double and it's very like strategically done. So these really traumatic concepts can be reproduced without anyone being fucked over in real life. And I, I think there's there's like ways to do it. But like obviously these people just didn't they didn't give a shit. And I and there's like a part of me that feels really bad for Bo Derek because who knows what the yeah. fuck how she feels about this. Like I I would personally having wanted to be an actress when I was in high school and like potentially having gotten roped into one of these things, I I would I would feel so fucking sick. <laughs> about yeah. it you no, know? I, it's, later well, on it's, it's the complicatedness of it and that's also canon most <laughs> of the themes are complicated but it is what you say we're like there's both a percentage that's like that basic tale is erotic mm-hmm. and it's just also interesting like watching this i was like thinking about and maybe you too were thinking about this as well that it's like th- there ends up being like almost like the conversation like it's a new 
it's just like any other kind of moral panic sort of thing that there's like they act, like everyone acts like it's a new conversation. Yes. So it's like the conversation of just like, can you believe that? kids these days in their version of what sex is yeah, because yeah. of porn and how much fucked up porn they've seen or the reaction to uh i was like watching this i was like oh this is like a variation of uh courtney stodden and that guy who was yeah. in the green mile mm-hmm. um where i was just like it, it's that normal like kind of like invalid like oh this is fucked up this is grooming yes uh but then you're like but you let it slide for Aerosmith. But you let it slide for <laughs> this person. You let it slide for that. Like, and it's just like, well, I mean, I saw Olivia Dabo from the Wonder Years butt naked. Yeah. Like, but she was 15 and I was 15. So it's cool. And I didn't yeah. get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Our whole yeah. world is fucked up with yeah. our views on sexuality and yes. with our views on literally everything. And it's right. like this weird. And, and if you go back that you're like, yeah, Lolita goes back further to the original novel and it goes back even further. Right. Like and so there is just like uh, it, it is I, I I I felt the same way of like watching this where it's like there are many reasons this movie is not erotic. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons is not is feeling empathy for Bo Derek. Yes, because that we let these it sex scenes are absolutely uh uh what is I want to use the funniest word possibly. <laughs> uh <boner> killers. <laughs> yeah, like like they're uh preposterous. Preposterous. The sex scenes are preposterous. Um just like the way in which the bodies are moving. I don't know if this was a prevention to to like have actual insertion happen or if these actors were scared stiff or what, but the actress's <laughs> legs were straight and closed and men would lay on top of them and stiff like, as be... a board, light yes. as a feather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like trying to, it was like, this is not real. Why is there no like, yeah, straddling, well, no straddling was taking place. Well, until the very also, and Lisa, uh, you know, a little bit of what you were even saying, but like, because this is the first softcore, basically, we watched. Mm-hmm. I what also... about Night Terrors? Mm. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, night. Yeah, that <laughs> one. What Toby Hooper's master of the eroticism, Mr. Cream Jeans himself, Night Terrors. Yes, yeah, so his story about the Marquis de Sade. I guess that was our erotic one, but I guess like that one felt more like fucked up in that like uh, like it's like oh am i watching a horror movie no i guess i'm not mm. versus yeah. this was our first one that was what kelly said before where it's like oh i definitely saw this on skinamax mm-hmm. i definitely yeah, saw this fast on HBO. Th- forward through the talking to get to the yeah, yeah. And, and especially now as an older man and then looking back at the i'm just like what is the point of Showtime softcore most of the time. Like, because, like, it wasn't ever that it's erotic. Four chil- it's four children. Yeah, it's I guess yeah. that is, I mean, that's the thing. Was, like, yeah. I get, here's, here's, the, here's my caveat for that, I'll think about. Because, like, I mean, pretty early on, I've talked about it. We got a descrambler from the back of Rolling Stone, so we had access to the Spice Channel. Who's shit. we? Like you and your brother or something? My dad bought one, and then we had it in the oh, house. Your dad like, got it. I want to re-scramble this shit. Well, I will say. I mean, he's got it, so we get the HBO and like oh, Cinemax gotcha. for free. He wasn't, okay, gotcha. uh, but also, I mean, one of the first porn things I saw was an Adam and Eve catalog that showed up at my house and got thrown out. Um, but if, for me, I was just like, I saw real porn much earlier. Like, yeah. 
yeah. again, going with that conversation, like, it's not a new thing. I saw real porn when I was, like, eight, nine. Right. I saw, like, Nina does them all. I saw, like, you know. Does them um, all. Yeah, that was literally what I was called. And I was just that's like, fantastic. that's a wild name. Yeah. Um, but all? All? All of them. Like, literally. <laughs> every person that walks on. Okay, this is going to be tiring. Um, but I remember, like, I remember a, a kid, I was going to be, uh, like, he he was, like, almost, like, courting me as a friend in junior high, and we didn't really make it, like, mm-hmm. as friends. But, like, I remember him being, like, my dad has a porn. And I was, like, oh, that's cool. Uh, it, his dad was a little bit Christian. So, like, mm-hmm. it, I was, like, that's even more interesting. And I remember when he f- pulled it out, it was a VHS, and it was this movie called Inner Sanctum. <laughs> And as soon as he put it out, I was like, oh, I watched this on Showtime. <laughs> this is an unbelievably boring softcore And for this guy, this was like his gold. This was his like yeah. fucking like, his was his equivalent of my other neighbor being like, I've got porn in the woods. I yeah, love it was, porn in the woods. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I also will say with Intersectum that I always remember it because the main woman in it was also in a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> She'd like talk to Elaine. It was a close talker episode. A boner she was, confuser. Yeah, I was always that. like, what the heck? She's not yeah. even a girlfriend in it, uh, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But um, yeah, like it, softcore is, it feels weird to me for adults to be watching softcore. Porn. I know. If it's like you would only watch, I can't. Yeah. Isn't that funny? I'm a. I, I can't imagine not watching softcore, softcore porn other than to have no, nostalgic horniness yeah. from when I was a oh, kid. Yeah. Like, I will f- look on porn websites for this movie that I saw in fourth grade oh, that yeah. was called yeah. Hard Bodies. And it was just yeah. about... Great movie. Have you heard, have you heard of this yes. movie? Yes. yes. It's Kelly, movie? I almost want to get you. There's a book that is only about... It's like the Canon Film Guide, and me and Frank have talked about it. I'm blank on the name, but it's basically the history of teenage sex comedies. And it's all of that. It's about Ski Patrol, Hot Dog the Movie. My God, like everything these things post are so porkies. fucking triggering. Like, the concept <laughs> of the movie is a couple of guys trick women into, like, being nude models. Every and, single like, one yeah. of them. <laughs> Essentially, all those movies and should be basically dumb raped. and horny enough <laughs> yes. to have sex with them, and it's like Revenge oh of the Nerds. God. Oops, got yeah. problematic real quick. Yes, so it's really funny to imagine an actual adult being like, "I'm gonna go like." It's like you kind of imagine like '80s yuppies or something with like no imagination, being like, "I'm gonna <laughs> sit down and masturbate hard to this softcore <laughs> right. porn." Like, can you imagine when you traffic? Well, it in- is- oh, go on, Frank. Oh, no, it's what we call phantom tingles. Yeah. Mm. We, you know, it's like that nostalgic feeling. You know when you felt like when you watched it as a kid yeah. and you're like, oh, oh, okay, it made you all yes. hot and bothered, but we call it phantom tingles. It first tingles. came up with the movie Mannequin, if you remember Mannequin with Kim <sighs> Cattrall. I that actually was... never saw that, but I saw Mannequin two eight on the move. <laughs> wow, you you're like, yeah, I get the gist of Mannequin. I want to see where they go yes, with this story. I think they just did it again, but with Christy Swanson and yeah, yeah. Was the guy from Designing Women in the first one? Yes, yeah, okay, he's Hollywood. Good. Yeah, yes. he's fantastic. Yeah, Misham Misham Taylor. Misham Mishak Taylor. Yeah, Mannequin's great. Uh, Mannequin is a movie that when we rewatched it's it, sexy. it's sexy. Yeah. It's legitimately sexy, and like uh, both of us. Were like we watched this way too much like, as kids. like <laughs> oh yeah it was on a lot and it was like maybe some of my first sexual yeah, desires that's what came jeffrey from dahmer Anakin. wanted he wanted he just wanted a fucking <laughs> yeah thing that would hey fucking you move. know dahmer we get it i Wait, don't want to kill you man i just want to disable the part of your brain that makes you have <laughs> exactly it and i accidentally good. killed him again yeah, i did it no why? why but it yeah so like 
you know, the the draw of Bolero, if you're a person who's still like, because in my mind, here's the problem ultimately with softcore as a as a movie, is that there aren't many, most of the movies deemed softcore and that the ones we talk about being on Skinamax growing up, there's not enough of a plot that it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of boring. And the sex is all pointless. It's all what you are saying, Kelly, where it's all just stiff as a board. Yeah. Like, and penises not lining up with vaginas. Mm-hmm. Um, much like this movie, where they'll be like, show me everything. Mm. Let's do everything. And then you're like, everything, quote everything unquote, was, was that? missionary. That's yes. it. It's missionary where you are have a locked vagina. Yes. You are just like Well, a at the end where her. she did, she was like, I want ecstasy. And then she, she does mount him at that point. But I think that was them saving her on top as the ultimate or something. Yes. And they, they at the very least, show a little bit of her legs unlocked and over yes, his shoulder. Yes, we did well, see some pubes, which I was like, maybe she is blonde. There's a rumor <laughs> on there's IMDb rumor. That, that, she that she bleaches the pubes. That she, one, <laughs> that pube bleach is in effect. But uh-huh. two, that in theory, it might not be simulated. That there is real intercourse happening, don't look now style. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't buy it. Uh, I I don't really buy it. No. (laughs) You see that actor's balls maybe like Mm. in one shot. Yeah. Um, uh, But I I think that's an IMDb rumor. You know, IMDb. It's just funny to me though. If they are having actual sex, really, Bo Derek? That is how you act in sex. (laughs) She's like, ah, like just shaking her eyes and like there was one point where she has sex with the bullfighter guy the first time yeah that i started recording and it looked like someone was on a carousel that they couldn't get off of that they were getting sick on (laughs) and she was just like it's like the showgirls yes uh, pool scene yeah i have to give a shout out so the bullfighter was play i was very excited when he showed up that is andrea andrea ochapinti Mm -hmm. um I knew him from uh, Lucio Fulci's New York Ripper. Mm. Uh, he's also in Conquest, which is an amazing movie me and Frank have talked about that we should do as it could have been a canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a weird sword and sandal Italian movie. And also Lamberto Bava's A Blade in the Dark. Mm. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be played by Fabio Testi, who is this uh, unbelievably handsome Italian actor from uh, uh, Italian giallos and Italian cannibal movies. Uh, the, in theory... Uh, he got uh, let go after a couple weeks, and there's a bunch of conflicting news on why. Um, and uh, much like most of this movie, one reason in theory is that he they said he had herpes on his face, mm. and that Bo and John Derek didn't want to deal with that. On your uh, face. Might have been know. a smear. Might have yeah. been a smear because there's a lot of battles in this movie Let's about talk the about production. Bo Derek, like as a Please. sex symbol, because my introduction to Bo Derek as a sex symbol or as a, as a person that existed was Tommy Boy, obviously. Yeah. There yeah. was like a moment where his dad's hot wife gets out of the pool and you're like whoa or you're supposed to be like whoa I was just like what is this and my parents were like oh that's Bo Derek and I uh, I could tell right away that they thought she was some dumbass from like the past if you're going to <laughs> act like a baby I'll treat you like treat a baby you like one. Yes. <laughs> that's yes, the line that was, sticks out from I'm Tommy Boy treat you like one. Uh, Rob Lowe my son um, uh, yes so 
that was my introduction. And then, of course, I've just seen random imagery of her. This is my first time seeing her in a movie as an actor. And I've always felt that her ha- her face is creepily corpse-like. Like, it's a little mm-hmm. like a wax cu- sculpture. It's very simple, you know? The features are very simple. Um and you know she's she's there's like moments of the film where you're like oh this person's beautiful, um, this this is a beautiful face I'm glad there are this many close-ups of her face but then other times you're just like her face is so chapped and inflamed from like the Spanish sun right now like her <laughs> lips are chapped most of the movie <laughs> her she's so fair they don't put any makeup on and it's like it's just so different from movies now where you're just right like, this i i have rosacea i know what it's like mm-hmm. but it's like it's it's very funny to me that like this person who's described as the most beautiful woman in the world is like <laughs> this person who like Yes, great bod. Love sure. it. Also bothersome that everyone is sucking in so hard constantly, like when they're oh, naked. Yeah. It makes their body look very strange. Like, I, like I don't know what's happening suddenly. I like, like a I'm good like, rib. I want a good rib cage. Yeah, let it, let a belly me. sit <laughs> naturally. Yeah, a little bit. If I'm having sex, I want that rib cage to just poke me. Uh, <laughs> Suck in so hard that your ribs are at a 90 degree angle. Yeah. And it looks like yeah. your gut is going through your butthole. Yeah. yeah. Your spine is going to break the way right. that you're standing. <laughs> so I had like hints of like the appeal of this woman. There's like these beautiful scenes, beautifully shot scenes where she's like on a horse uh, learning some stupid shit about being a bullfighter <laughs> and being like, I did it. I did it. I, can you believe it? I did it. Um, and then, and then there's a moment where she's like trying desperately to, uh, you know, get this guy's attention and, and is on the horse naked. And I'm like, this is cool. I, I'm thinking a lot about how this would feel on my crotch, but it's cool. This is cool. This is cool to see. Um, but mostly, yeah, I just don't get the appeal. She's too crazy. She's too. Yeah. Well, nutso. she oddly looks. 50 and 20 all at once. Yes. She has this like older woman vibe. Weirdly. It doesn't help that that first time when she graduates college after she's seen that Rudy Valentino movie and has realized she wants to go use all of her newfound money from her inheritance to go fuck, fuck a, a sheik. She's like, sheik, yeah. I've been stuffy this whole time. Yes. I need to get naked show and us. run around in granny panties. Like it yes. kind of looks yeah. like that. Yeah. Show us, show us what you meant by you've been stuffy. Like, please show and not tell in that. There's my sketch. <laughs> right. No, but it, like I needed to have seen, like I didn't understand what was happening at all. Right. But I do agree, like you had text us while you were watching it too, of yeah. like what is the director letting her do this for? And apparently her <laughs> husband thinks that's how she should act. And clearly, you know, people loved and love Bo Derek, and I you both get it and don't, but like yeah. she's supposed to be the most charming person in the world. That's why you don't need to know her name. <laughs> She is just Bo Derek in this as a character, and everyone is flummoxed by her. The 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 twin uh, theater workers at this movie theater are creaming their jeans over here, but. She's just Oh, that's right, the twins. That was so confusing. So weird. Because so the weird. twins yeah. also looked like the actor playing the Sheik. I was like That's what I thought. Who are these? What? Are they yeah. the, the actor is there? They also look like <laughs> some of the robots from Phantasm 2, Frank. 
<laughs> so they look like they're like, I'm waiting for them to get murdered by a flying ball. Yeah. Um, Making anything twins is always yeah. going to throw me into a tizzy. Twins? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, not not in that way. Not in the, I can't wait to bone these twins. But There is more... nothing sexier than thinking about a sister kissing a sister. sister. Wait a second. No. Wait I like it. Yeah. <laughs> No, but whenever twins are thrown into a movie willy-nilly for no fucking reason, I'm like, for a long time, my brain is just a little scattered, and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, because it also, I think because it feels like a cheap 80s move, like having a yes. dream oh, yeah. scene with a little person. Yeah, Where you're just like, dumb. oh my god, I can't believe this world. Yes, the world but of twins. I think it just doesn't hide that, like, to me, one of the biggest faults of it is what you're kind of saying here, Kelly, is that just, like, Boat Derek is just kind of annoying in this. Oh, she's not charming, annoying. and everyone's charmed by her. Uh-oh. She's not the most charming person in the world. People are, but they're, they're, they're sucked in by her, much like her stomach. But yes. they shouldn't be. You're just constantly just like, okay, that seems annoying. Oh, you're yeah. being annoying there. You're being annoying to fucking George Kennedy. You're being annoying <laughs> in the sex scene. Don't react that way when your hymen breaks. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you, my God. Also, yeah. don't break a hymen that way. Here's what happens. And this is what I was so confused for very oh a, a lot of minutes. Was she was like finally gonna have sex after this is the second try, which seemed like okay, this isn't a search. This not was much just of a like story. The first one, <laughs> the guy fell asleep and you were confused, and the next one, the guy uh, was playing hard to get. He has a wife. There's some complications. You hunted him down. You forced him to do it. He was like, "Fine, I'll do it. Wait till sunrise." La 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 la. Um, they finally get to the point where he's gonna stick his dick in, and he just. Like he just whams real hard, like dunk, and she goes, No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Why? <laughs> but she doesn't act, she doesn't react the way you would if you were in pain or having sex with it. There was nothing realistic, but she did yell no. And then they kept going, and I was like, Wait, is she now being raped? Does she not like this? And it took me a very long time to get that she was like, yeah, like, this was good. This is all that I ever wanted. Good stuff. Oddly, John Derrick and Bo Derrick together don't understand how normal human beings work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But because it is like she reacts like when her when she, quote unquote, loses her virginity and her hymen breaks. Mm-hmm. She reacts like... Uh, an 80s version of an orgasm at the same time, yeah. like in a movie. Right. So it's this weird, like, she might as well start smacking his face. Yes. And then she's like, but I love it. Because yes. her friend seems to have kind of the same, but a different one. She's like, her friend who's like, her friend 40. is just like, yeah. Uh, her, <laughs> her, her mother's best friend who she thought was her age, but yes. really. Yes. But yeah, she's just like, oh yeah, that hurts, but it's cool. Come <laughs> like, into it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, what a weird thing. So, and weirdly, I will say, just to jump to that part of when she does lose her virginity, it's like anticlimactic mm-hmm. climax. Mm-hmm. It because was. Because the moment wasn't shot well. No. At all. Uh, it wasn't acted, directed, shot, et cetera. Et well, because that is a weird idea. <laughs> like what you said, it's like there are, it, it, it sometimes will look beautiful, but you're just like, oh, it looks beautiful, this movie, just because you're doing the like, 
Vaseline on the lens. Exactly. Or the like golden hour. Yes. The, the long blonde hair. So it's like the, any the idiot can point yeah. a camera at that point and it's going to look good. And if you got yeah, Bo a gorgeous horse. Yeah. Uh, dancing, prancing, gorgeous horse. You think horse. I don't want to see a gorgeous horse dancing and prancing <laughs> in the sun? God damn it. Throw it up there. Yes. But like... Just like the, there are there are also scenes where there's back and forth dialogue where there's such harsh cuts mm. where they clearly weren't even doing the other line mm-hmm. like with each other. Like there's not coverage of it. So it's exactly. just like clunk. And it's like almost you can see they needed to trim up a, se- a, a frame or two <laughs> to yes, get it to look yes. like a normal human being's talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the there, frames. God. But it's anticlimactic, there, too, because she loses her virginity. And I'm not going to lie. I will stick through most movies. This is one of the few that we've watched that I did a little fast forwarding here or there. After that, it was rough. Because there's like 40 minutes left. And you're like, how the fuck is there a rest of this movie? I thought that's what this movie was. Right. Um, But it was just such a boner killer of watching a movie. Uh, Yeah. Going in again to, like, why watch a softcore? Like, it's just, like, if I'm just going to be fast-forward to these sexies that end up being, like, stiff as a board and odd. Make me feel odd because Bo Derek is acting so odd in these sex scenes and how she's reacting. Uh, I will say, I mentioned before, I think one of the highlights of this movie was George Kennedy. George Kennedy's yeah. the Alfred He's driver. Cotton. Yeah. Okay. Cotton, yeah. Yeah, who, Cotton, the driver who takes care of her kind of because she's an orphan and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And still okay. throws in some creepiness when he's just like, Oh, yeah. Oh I, this is, I haven't not seen you naked before. I saw you when you were a baby. And you're oh, like, that, No, he's that like, moment. He's so was, different. Yeah. He goes, Yeah. Oh, God. I wish I could say what he said exactly. He was uh, like, well, it's, Do I have it? Maybe I have. I can't something remember. Something along I wrote the lines it. of there's been an improvement or like you're better looking now than I, when you were four. I'm yeah. The impressed. original script He's, was just, you got nice tits now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Your boobs are bigger than you, when you were four years old. <laughs> when you were four, you didn't have boobs and now yeah. you got boobs. Yeah. They're big. I will say one of the reasons I loved him and I kept thinking of you, Kelly, is he is like little thumbs up. He oh, gives, he had like, a tiny thumbs up. He gives yes. little tiny thumbs up all oh, the time that's in this so movie. so funny. I didn't notice that. Oh, there's my just God. Multiple times. And there's nothing funnier than the little tiny thumbs up. <laughs> like, And I just kept because like I, I feel like if I don't see you for years or I see you soon, there's always a little thumbs We're gonna up. We're going to give a tiny thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. You and, and, you and Emily, Emily Ozeri. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. She does the same thing little thumbs yeah. up is the key to comedy i think yes. uh, his his comb over looked really nice for most yeah. of the film until he was getting in bed with whoever the fuck insert older <laughs> woman that who he's allowed to fuck here right. uh well, until they get in bed and then his comb over gets a little ruffled and you're suddenly like oh my god why oh no. did you do that this is what George no. Oh, George no. This oh, is what George, drunk oh, no. George Kennedy Sweetie. looks like. Yes. A big long piece dragged across. Yeah. I mean, he 
he's I just, there's something charming about him always. I mean, partly it's because of growing up with Naked Gun yeah. and having it be a Naked Gun. I thought uh, he was very charming too. It was it was, I was a little pissed to be like, oh no, I don't want to be creeped out by him. But I know. Also, I know. This is don't the way take the him away from us. <laughs> yeah, the, I think it was the way the character was written. Obviously, he's in creepy situations saying creepy things, but he also like, um, yeah. I, he just, yeah, they just put him in so many scenarios where he's just with young girls for too long, like too late yeah. at night. To, like, drink. I thought he was going to have sex with the friend. I assume of the way that too. their relationship yes. was. But also he also was way too invested in her losing her virginity. Exactly. At one point he's like, no, we'll make this happen. We're gonna, I'm going to drive like, you anywhere to make this married man fuck you, you know? Yeah. And right. Yeah. It was crazy. And that one time when she's like, I want to go to bed and cry. He's like, I want to take you for a walk. And she's like, no, I want to go to bed and cry. He's like, it's going to be a short walk. And you're like, <laughs> what's going on? And then they walk outside and she spins around and presses herself against a wall and he puts his arm up next to her and everything about the dialogue and body language is we're going to fuck now and then the conversation is some like what they what he said it was going to be like i just want to make sure you're okay or whatever you're gonna whatever and she's like i want to go to bed and cry and then that was it but it was so odd i was like yeah (laughs) i think that's where i blame John Derrick as a director, yes, because like for he eroticizing each every scene like subconsciously almost. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to not take it as both erotic and threatening. Like yes. when and George Kennedy shouldn't be threatening. I he's supposed know. to be. No, his arm no is reason. around her and he's backing her up whatever she needs. But right. yeah, when he's like, "I envy your spirits," and it's mm. just like, "Oh no, <laughs> is this going to get creepy again?" Also. The setting and the way it's shot is like a set piece for a softcore. Yes. Like they'd be like he'd be fucking her against the wall. Yeah, or something. they were gonna have like their first kiss. Yeah, he was gonna fuck her against the wall for sure. I and think that's it ends up like not understanding a visual language that has been set up by itself. Mm-hmm. Where you can't shoot every scene like it's a softcore porn movie. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because if you do, then you're putting it's I mean this is a big canon thing of making us feel like the assholes for sitting there going like is George Kennedy going to assault her you put this on me you dipshits but if you're visually setting that up that it's like it looks like he's being aggressive with her sexually Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting this like this uh male gaze binary focus for this long is so odd because it's become our main thing but mm it's just it's just like it's it, it it completely um disregards emotions and perspectives of women obviously this is all very obvious and everyone learned this in film school or at least i did but it just it's it's so odd to witness it over and over in this movie where nothing nothing is really that appealing to me as as a a female person you know like i i was just like and and then it also sent me all kinds of these messages of like yeah. threat and uh, confusion and like this isn't how a woman acts, like like she wouldn't do this, she wouldn't say this. Why is she in this position? Like oh my god, this is gonna happen. Oh my god, it didn't happen. Like right, it happens in movies a lot. And I I would love to talk to whatever the fuck that guy's name is that made Spring Breakers. Oh um, 
much. Harmony Korine? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if purposefully the entire movie I was supposed to think all those girls were going to get raped and murdered. Right. Because that's how I felt the whole time. <laughs> and it never happens. Spoiler alert, it never happens, thank right. God. Because I spent the whole movie feeling like triggered and then it doesn't happen. And I think it's just kind of like this uh, ham-fisted stomping all over the place without realizing... Um, what you're doing. I think because at the very least, with someone like Harmony Corinne, you hope that he's smart enough in what he's making and in the language of film Mm -hmm. that there's the possibility that that could be the case. uh, Versus, you know, what happens often with canon films will just be like, well, there's not really even much of the possibility. We're giving so much (laughs) of a benefit of the doubt. And like in the case of this movie, I think you're completely right, Kelly, because it's like, I bet you the only female voice that uh, was allowed to speak, quote unquote, in this was Bo Derek (laughs) as a producer credit. But that is a woman who we already have talked about. We feel empathy for because Mm -hmm. she was basically groomed since she was 16 and is essentially living under the uh, rule of her husband. and, And so, like, you know, like, they're definitely... There's there's big chunks, if not almost all of Bolero, that when you watch it, you're like, all right, so you're one of those people who can't completely understand the concept of the male gaze in right. cinema. Right. Maybe watch this. And this could be the litmus test. You could yeah. watch Bolero. And it's like, if you don't notice it in this, yeah. I don't know, then you're shit out of luck. <laughs> like the Frank, language what of was film. Your, what was your comment last night? You were like, I think he likes to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something tells me uh, Johnny likes to watch. Yes. And it was like, yes, this is a movie made by a cuckold who's like, yeah, I'd like to just put insert my wife into these scenarios and see what happens. And. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. Maybe funny's not the right term. No, it is funny to me. It's funny he to made picture. His own porn. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to picture that this is basically he's making the equivalent of three minute cuck clips on Pornhub <laughs> that are like the guy in the corner being like <laughs> while he jerks off. <laughs> like, like this is a Why would you do this, this? is a seven million dollar version yes. of his wife and him going <laughs> Yes. Uh, Jeff, you seem to know a lot about foreign films, and you listed a lot of Italian people earlier. Yes. Do you know that Italian pornographer guy that's, like, the main one? Uh, 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 wait, wait, just, no, just Franco's Spanish. Like, the, an actual pornographer or makes uh, exploitation films and then calls them not (laughs) porn? Rocco Sofredi? Uh. Oh, Rocco Sofredi, the porn star, I definitely know. I gotta Google him. Not por- he's a porn director. Oh, okay. Um, Please let me know. Yeah, I would yeah. like to know who we're talking about. Yeah, I have thinking. to look it up. But Google Chrome's taking eight years to open. But um, he okay. I'm gonna just type this in. He made a bunch of porn movies, and the one that I've seen the most because it's like weird, but also it's hot uh-huh. is called Cheeky. Um, and it's about, um, it's about like kind of, there's many, many shots of just this woman's butt. And it's kind of like about like what, like the, the language of our butts. Uh (laughs) 
<laughs> He's just one of these people who's like obsessed. Oh, Tinto uh, Brass. Tinto Brass. Tinto Brass. Yes. Yeah. That's who it is. And it's like that movie not only talks about butts and like there's too much. Oh, and make Caligula. Of... Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Uh, which is another Netflix that I rented. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and this, yeah, this movie has like a lot of that. Um, uh, cuckolding stuff in it. There's like a ton of it, and it's like basically this woman who can't be pinned down and is like running around slutting constantly, but unethically. Um, yes. And and then like at the end, her boyfriend's like, "I get it, I get it, yeah." So uh, I like to watch sometimes too. And he has this memory. This is the hottest part of the movie. He has this memory where he was walking down the street and his sexy neighbor was like ironing and it was hot outside and he like spontaneously starts fucking her and then <laughs> sees that her husband is like smoking a cigarette, nodding his head like through the slit in the door. <laughs> and he looks at him and like smiles and nods. There's like this like, we're men, we understand, yes. Um, and then he flashes back to present day and is like, yes. I get it. This is so cool. This is good. <laughs> I mean, that's the sketch brain sitting here because now I'm like, oh, how could we all make a uh, sketch that is for literally no one? Like, because I just pictured like that back and forth look going on for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, too yeah, too long. And like the guy in the thing after a certain while is just like, I get it. It's like, all right. <laughs> Good okay, to go. Let me and then, keep fucking the lady and you yeah. go away. No. All right, now I just, okay. No, now I've come back around. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, yeah. Tito Brass. Uh, always love that name. Yeah. Uh, whatever they associate he, that he with Caligula. He inserts himself into his movies. Uh, there's a scene in Cheeky where he's this guy at a photography development lab and he just fingers the lead actress. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's it's a, it's that's a, a different a dry, level. There. Chubby finger, finger. Oh, uh, it's rough stuff. Maybe that scene doesn't get as erotic there. No, no. I mean, not speaking of erotic and not erotic scenes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, can we go through a couple of the the the, the sex scenes? Yes. So the so, the first yeah. one is the honey one. Yeah, the milk. Yes. And honey. So she yeah she Which convinces the clearly not. Uh, Muslim sheik, mm -hmm. uh, uh, who's like might as well be the guy next door, uh, mm -hmm. in Williamsburg. Yes, um, With sort an of accent and costume uh, on. Yeah. Yes. He. Yes. He. Yeah. He Terrible went to the accent. Halloween adventure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Arab pervert. Yes. is what that <laughs> would be. Um. Uh. Uh. And uh, they try to reenact Rudolph Valentino's movie. Right. This also falls into uh we. Uh, encountered this a lot with canon but like there's a lot of times in this that i'm like jokes with a question mark yes like, i was like that's was... supposed to be funny yeah is the part where she's like emulating the belly dancer and he's like talking about like how the power is inside your belly la 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 and then she starts yeah. like shoving her belly in and out like the belly dancer right. is that funny or yeah, is it is it funny? And like, because there's a lot of also like wordplay stuff that's not really strong wordplay. Where you're like, much like the George Kennedy in the alley scene, you're like, if you just like horned me up, but not really in a way that like I'm like I'm reading into every line of like I'm going to insert myself into this situation or something. You're like, insert like a penis into a vagina. Wait yes. a second, no. Yes, yes, um, yes. But not strong. Yeah, not not strong. And and that also is. 
I'm realizing now. Uh, Bo Derek's comedy scenes in this fall into the same category as the world of like TikTok quote unquote comedy that is just like hot people thinking that they're being charming and like really (laughs) half-assing it really because they think that that's going full out because their whole lives they've been given too much credit exactly and so they're doing like a one-tenth of a watered down looney tune scene but they happen to be in bikinis or something or the joke is oh no i was wearing a pullover and now i'm just in my bra (laughs) like you're like i guess it's a joke and it's supposed to be relying on them thinking we're charming everything we do is gonna be charming quote unquote funny and that's what it feels like with this a lot of it's just like but that's bo doing that Look yeah. at Bo. Look yeah. at Bo. Bo Bo don't know belly. Bo, <laughs> Bo don't wear belly. Don't make Bo do belly. <laughs> don't make Bo do belly. Bo is Bo was Bo appeared to be like a four year old, like in a belly dancing class at that point. <laughs> Seriously. Which like whole, Frank and I both have yeah. three year olds. We know what that would be like. It would be like <laughs> them being like, I can do it. And you're like, You can't do it, honey. You, you don't have control over those muscles and it's all right. right. Like <laughs> my four and a half Half year old, he could do it. Yeah, baby. he could do it. Check okay, out that okay, belly. Yeah. You've got, got an got older that... child, you know. Yes. Yeah, I forgot but, that you have a four year old. <laughs> I was so like, it... Frank and I are parents. Uh... Yes, sorry, <laughs> parents longer than you two. Um, but yeah, so it leads to uh, they do a lazy, not funny, funny part of it being in a silent movie. Yeah, with the inner titles, they don't they don't change the style of the film at all. They nope. just insert the silent. They just take out the sound, and the, it, it seemed like an impost thing, an impost de- decision. Yeah, must have been. I bet yeah. you it was like they may oh, even, we got to do something. Yeah, they may <laughs> have even actually done her whole telling the friend about it in the past tense uh, in post to like a, a I reshoot think so. because it felt yeah. like suddenly what it happened, and you're telling someone, and this is how it happened. Is this a joke version? Did it really? Mm-hmm. And then. So there's they get up to this point where he smears her in honey. She's all ready to go. She's pretty turned on. It's like actually kind of hot at this point. But then she's like, I've been lying. And they're like, about what? Did none of this happen? Because then they cut back to her. He's doing all the honey licking and stuff. It gets to be one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Someone licking what looks like mucus at this point. Yeah, it's just all over his his fucking face. And then he slow mo milk and honey is not a good idea. No, and then it looks like they're hawking up a loogie. There are multiple scenes where it looks like someone's hawked up a loogie. Sexy cum. It's like body mucus from an alien or something. (laughs) Yes, it's ectoplasm. It is like yeah. It it yeah. It's a xenomorph. Yeah. With the fucking claw uh, face yes. coming out of its mouth and dripping gelatinous. It is. Yes, uh, horror guts. It looks like that uh, 76 SNL sketch for Swill, which is the Perrier parody, but it's dredged oh, from yeah. Lake Erie. Oh, Swill. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I remember. So it oh, comes God. out gelatinous yes. or liquid gravy, crystal right. gravy. Right. Um, so at this point, yeah, it, he it, falls asleep. And you're yeah. like, did none of this happen, or did some of it happen? Did he fall asleep because he was too token the token the magic dragon tail or too whatever? much dragon's breath? Yes, dragon's breath. That's right. Or like, yeah. what happened? And like, yeah. Also, like, then she just left. Like, it was just the none of it really added up. It was it was so dumb. 
Yeah, so because you start off yeah. as she's an unreliable na- narrator. Yes. Now. now we've got another problem storytelling wise. She has become an unreliable narrator mm-hmm. in the story that will have two beats. <laughs> and two beats. In, her, in her story, she is giving us gross details. So we should be questioning her as an unreliable narrator because it's like, okay, you got smeared with milk and honey yeah. in the middle of the desert. Gross. And then mm-hmm. he maybe is about to go down on you yeah. with honey all over him. So that just feels because you also have like. As you pointed out, a uh, big, big bleach pube mound. Yeah. So, like, it's just going to get filthy If you real don't have quick. running water in this big old tent, we're, we're screwed. Yeah. This is like Here's you, my went, thing. This, you went to it's... Burning Man without making any preparations. You got too dirty the first day. Yes. I You're went fucked. to Mexico with my wife once. And we were like, <laughs> let's get a massage on the beach. Couples massage. What a great idea. Mm. You're going to be in the open Mexican air. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. You don't take into account that it's going to get a little windy. Oh. The, 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 the sheets are going to be flapping up. So when I'm standing there butt naked at one point, I'm like, Goo! like try to get <laughs> under the sheet. And then you're going to get a pet. It's like you didn't pay for the extra exfoliation treatment. Mm. That is all the sand that blows and connects to the oil. Yes. So all of a sudden I was just like, Grr! and I don't speak Spanish. They don't speak English. I'm the asshole for not knowing. Yeah. And so I can't explain to them like wow that hurts one of the first (laughs) interactions sexual interactions i had with my husband was having sex on the beach uh in starbright new jersey at matt (laughs) mayor matt mayor's a ucb person matt mayor's family's beach house we all like met up i still had a boyfriend i was living with at the time guys um (laughs) i remember yeah you may have been there frank like we were all playing games we're playing flip cup Dan and I take some towels. We're like, we have to fuck somewhere now. Yeah, uh, and Dan had drank too much beer. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> we were having sex. It was all going to add up to a great ending. It was <laughs> so sex on the beach is not a good idea because of the sand. Um, and then like the positioning. Yeah, it's just there's not a good position. You have you need some rocks to get up against or something. New Jersey Beach, not a good idea. Also, Dan started to get sick from the back and forth sloshing. He either threw up or almost threw up. But whatever it was, we had to cut it all short and go home and, like, shower off and be like, well, (laughs) that was worth cheating on my boyfriend of five years. Definitely. I mean, during it, did you slap around like Bo Derek? I writhed. I slapped. I, oh, yes, it was all of that and more, of course. I mean, it is a part of, like, you know, like, it. It's always taken that account too with uh, softcore is you have a higher level of, look, at least in porn, if they're doing a situation that you're like, I know most of the time in real life this doesn't work, at the very least we're seeing it work one time with two people, if not 20. In this case, in softcore, you can have the fantasy element in, so then all of a sudden you're also bringing in like... Yeah, sex on a beach doesn't work. Uh, it's always a little bit more complicated and maybe hurts. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I always like watching softcore. I'll picture Elaine from Seinfeld talking about the English patient, and it's just like <laughs> you know, sex in a hot tub that doesn't work. And I'm like, yeah, it's like complicated. It's more complicated than it's worth. Yeah, I think that to me is a description of most sex scenes in softcore porn. Yeah, is like more complicated than it's worth. Right. I should say that I just willy nilly told that story just now. Um, I I ended up leaving my boyfriend for the man I married, Dan Klein. To be clear, yes. 
Yes. And oh, also, I helped you move that out. That was. I helped you and move Frank out of that. Frank helped me uh, move out of my ex-boyfriend's house, and it was the, an amazing thing. That so this isn't like that made-for-TV movie starring the father from the Brady Bunch where he has a secret family, and every time he goes to the secret family, <laughs> he has to perm his hair according to how the movie set it up because in one family, he's a straight-laced businessman with a comb over. He's a lot like the newscaster in Murphy Brown, who in the in the TV show, he like is a straight-laced news anchor and in real life he had a giant perm like i have curly hair if you don't remember that movie you should try to look up that made for two movie as a kid i constantly was just like what yes. i know the deal with curly hair yeah. get out of here with this but so no that uh, was not what was going okay. on it was just i feel like i've told that story so many times that everyone knows my full life history but people yeah, yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to this probably don't know me at all so this was like 12 years ago anyway okay but secret I also... family, a little less exciting of a story. Sorry, Kelly. Hmm, <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> and then I also wanted to say that, like, I should say that when I was in high school, one of the one of the websites I was looking at constantly was myfirsttime.com. And it was mm-hmm. basically a, a collection of virginity loss erotica that a bunch of losers wrote. None of the stories were true, which I realized way later. At the time... <laughs> All I wanted was to lose my virginity, quote unquote, um, and uh, I, I just read these stories all the, all all the time. It was your penthouse letters, yes. Where yes. you're like, these are all clearly made up. Yes, yeah. It was like <laughs> you're not gonna believe me, but I swear every word is true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the entire Lakers cheerleader section showed up at my house. <laughs> yeah, and I just can't imagine what it would have been like to see this movie in full at that age and be as excited as I was to lose my virginity, and then see that and be like. This is the ecstasy I have to look forward to. I just don't yeah. know if the the female pleasure system has been uh, explored uh, uh, <laughs> to the point that yeah. it could. They they depicted apparently like the peak of sexual ecstasy in these scenes, the later scenes, which was two. There was two yeah. sex scenes she had. Yeah, there were other sex scenes with the other characters, but. I mostly masturbated to George Kennedy's. Like it's just like I, I made a gif of that. All he did was untie a nightgown. <laughs> yeah. She immediately you walk in and you're like, she's somehow wearing a nightgown that is more clothing than yes, what she, she was had wearing on in, the last scene. in the kitchen. And then immediately they take it off and he looks like he's, as you said, just ruffled hair, drunk yes. off his ass. Yes, a big naked oh. pig. It was yeah. <laughs> naked pink pig. Yeah. No offense um, to this man. Yeah, no, I mean, it is, like, such an interesting, uh, uh, it, it, I do, I, I, I would like to know if there are any, like, think pieces by smarter people than us that are not about current porn and sexuality in movies ruining kids today, but more of, yeah, uh, my weird ideas of virginity and sex and like growing up in high school and having like long gaps in between sexual encounters because of fears I had yeah, and like basically being an asexual, like hardcore kid, Mm -hmm. like how much of that is actually from, uh, my life growing up, my family fucked up shit going on there, whatever it is combined with though, like, the media way too much of this yeah various media yeah um uh you know the, there's that both was the validity one man's idea of his own personal porn basically 
Fuck you, John Derrick. Yeah, but no, it's like, yeah, it's like how many weird old men like with weird ideas. Yeah, just fucking screwed us over here. (laughs) You ruined me. I'm over here jerking off like the cucks in the videos on Pornhub. Yes. (laughs) Um, I mean, uh, I don't want to. I host a sex podcast called What Are You mm -hmm. Into? And it's been a lot about like my own exploration of what the fuck happened. Like, Am I just now having a sexual awakening because that's genetically what I'm predisposed to? Or did my sexual awakening that actually happened in prepubescence, pubescence, teenage years be, get stomped all over? Which is what really right. happened. That right. I know that to be yeah. true now. And it's like not only was it stomped all over whatever I saw in the media and how I was treated at school and messages I got from my parents and everything – um no that was everything i think that was i was like not only was it that but no it was all those things (laughs) well but here's the thing that i'm interested now in and realizing off of what you like kind of what you said and that what we've been talking about is now realizing maybe for the first time that's like much like any sort of like uh psychological argument social argument etc it always ends up getting like dulled down to the laziest version that ends up being basically a religious right version of just like there's too much sex in movies or there's too much access to porn versus really when we're watching Bolero, it's like, no, no, it's not the fact that there's sex. It's not even the fact that she's like trying to lose her virginity. It's not even the fact that she wants to maybe be with like an older man. It's not the fact that she wants to explore her sexuality, explore ecstasy. It's that the format that then that story is delivered (laughs) was in the fucked up way. And it's like the people who want to, people who want to both push forward the agenda of any dumb idea of just like, there's too much sex. There shouldn't be any sex in a movie Mm -hmm. are the same ones who are like, and also the male gaze idea. No, and no, and no, like, versus like, no, I do think like watching Blair, it's not, it's about the history, the history of Bo Derek in this is important. The yes. history of with her husband is important. The history of how all these things were shot is important. The history of how also, as you pointed out quite well, if you put in the hands, I say this as a man who we talk about watches a lot of Italian movies Mm -hmm. that are both fucked up and great all at the same time. But if you put it in the hands of monsters who don't understand the power of the visual medium. Right. That's again when you have fucking George Kennedy seeming like he's going to sexually assault her when you're like, I don't think that was supposed to be the case. And virginity, I want to reiterate, like virginity is meaningless and silly. But mm-hmm. a a woman's sexuality is is of course sacred, and that's for of course male sexuality is unbelievably sacred. Um, but you know, of course, there's one person who grows a baby and one person who doesn't, and of course, all of the different things in between. So, I don't know. There's so much sanctity put on female sexuality, but then almost also so much dismissal and ignore and ignorance and and like pretending it doesn't exist you know and it's just like the pendulum keeps swinging back to these extremes back and forth back and forth you know we went through this whole like playboys cool fucking uh 
what is what was that song by Tommy Lee? Get 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 naked. Oh, yeah. It's get, like all right, all right, calm down, everybody. Like that's not that what we're talking about. That was by Methods of Mayhem. <laughs> not just Tommy Lee. He had a partner in crime. I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> they did perform yeah. on Ozfest. Okay, perfect. <laughs> but yeah, but that was like that this whole point era. Methods yeah. of Mayhem. Yes. Yeah. The pendulum Late nineties, early aughts. The pendulum swung in some direction. We keep thinking is the right direction. We thought in the sixties. Like the free love thing was great. People were still were still getting raped constantly. Um, it does feel like we're like on the right track, though. Like, of course, women have voices. Women mm-hmm. have voices in in moody in film and media like they haven't before. Cons- consent is is finally being like actually defined and like adhered to. You know. Yeah. And and that's kind of cool. Um, you know, I feel like of yeah. course a movie like this just might get made by some idiot but hopefully it wouldn't be as well funded you know <laughs> hopefully <laughs> i mean yeah it is it just i mean it's the it also that first scene i'm just now realized like i would like i guess she didn't there was going to be a moment too of like going to even to your thing your your your, your uh what you're talking about with virginity where like i was like wait did he go down in her and i guess i'm glad that he they cut that part because I would just no. be like, "All right, then you just even get into the murky, like, yeah. complicated." Just like, "Well, he went down." Like, I like now it's just you. You see the fallacy of the concept of yeah. virginity. Yeah, like um, exactly. People are like, "Well, I've never had sex, but I've had anal, and I've given right. a bunch of blowjobs." Right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, these are all sex. These are all definitions of sex. These are all We're talking about hymen. Sex. That was gone a long time ago, too, babe. Because of <laughs> right. whatever, like tampon use, you know. Right. Uh, it's, you it's, popped it. Yeah, popped it. It's gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that is, I mean, again, that it's like this gaze of the guy because as we have pointed out multiple times, like every sex scene is just fine missionary. Yeah, yeah. Like, With legs you know, squeezed closed. Yeah. Tight and like, as hell. <laughs> sort of like a little bit of like fl- flinging your hair and body around. Right. Uh, Not even like an erotic way, more like a horse. Yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. sex is not beautiful enough. We have to use like some weird angles, lighting, like just the way in which it was shot, especially the final scene with all this crazy like fog and and yeah. backlight <laughs> and like she went into this different realm, uh, but no one can understand why we weren't showing or telling why. <laughs> it was the just... ecstasy round, man. That's it's just... ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah, they forgot to tell that they popped ecstasy pills. Is that what they were talking about this whole time? Yeah, that, that's what it was. She just wanted drugs. Yeah. She was just out of look for drugs. That's why you could, it, it didn't matter that there were only those two beats. They could just <laughs> fucking do that. Yeah. Uh, I kept waiting for the guy <laughs> to MacGruber at the end of every scene. Oh, yeah. Just going, no! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, well, because I just that's realized the... I need to rewatch that movie. It was so good. It is a really oh, yeah. funny oh, fucking God. movie. Uh, I, the series is out now too. I think I need to. Oh my watch. God! I didn't know yeah. that. Is that it why I keep out. seeing the Gruber stuff? Yeah. I was like, oh, people yeah, are talking about the series the movie is again. out. Okay, yeah. that's great. The movie is trying to watch it. Another shout we out to, to Emily Emily Strano's Airy because mm-hmm. like that was a movie I was like I didn't find it that funny when I first watched it. She's, she's like, like kind of like rewatch. Yeah, maybe. watch it again. Yeah, it's very I was funny. shocked because none of those movies are going to be fun to me. Most of the time when I'm watching SNL, I'm like oh, okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, but the that movie I was I was so pleasantly surprised. I was like, yes, I'm a I'm a full fan of this of this Will Forte guy now. Right. I think I'll say too, like, and kind of maybe even going back to something you said a little bit that, like, it's 
also one of the problems a lot of times in softcore too is like it doesn't even seem that pleasurable for him no like like no. his coming is like might as well be nothing yeah like he's just kind of like getting Nobody... like that's why i kept thinking of mcgruber i was like have any joy out of this like this is it this is what this is the show yeah i feel like it was there were certain things that were considered not masculine to like emote or make sounds or whatever oh god yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the people made a joke out of it it's like okay now it's uh andy sandberg's like you know jizz jizz in my pants face constant fart face yes and it's like what yeah what is what does male pleasure even look like can we just like at its purest form without anyone fucking with it it's, it's yeah hard i mean to even say you know yeah i mean honestly it doesn't look great most of the time anyways yeah. i get that it's yeah. bad looking but <laughs> it's, like it's maybe closer to the sandberg fart face but it could but... still be considered erotic and beautiful you know like it's it's funny that like you know strip clubs for men are kind of considered kind of silly and they're a lot rarer and you know, you ask most men, I, I will discount gay men from here because you ask most gay men if they feel sexy, they're like, fuck yes. And, right. you know, but it's like, I just had a conversation like two nights ago with someone where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, gay men do feel sexy. Straight men, no, 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 no. Oh, no, God, no. No, not even for a moment in their lives. <laughs> I'm a pile sexy. of dump all the yes, time. Yes. <laughs> and it's, that sucks. That's a big hole. That's a big, sad hole because feeling sexy feels good. I got to tell you that right now. No, nah, I'm 185 pounds of shit in a metal <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Just walking around, making an Andy Samberg fart true. face most of the time. It's not true. <laughs> I know, ultimately. But ultimately. it is like, ultimately, kind of. But, uh, yeah, I also want to say sex-wise, like, so was it just a way to, like, stretch out the movie that everything got delayed all the time? <clears throat> like, and that they realized they didn't have much going on this movie? Like, constantly, it was just like, Let's wait till sunrise so we can have sunrise sex. Yeah. Like, fly me out tomorrow. Basically, <laughs> what the message it sent to me, which this could have been purposeful or not, they could have run out of shit and they were like, fuck, we have to do another plot. But, like, they took a movie about a woman's, like, agency and, like, seeking her own sexual independence and then turned it into, like, her doing everything for this goddamn guy. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it's, they yeah. got bored with it they because it was a bunch of dudes they were like eh, i mean we don't really want to deal yeah. with our agency and like, even the- like yes well f- waiting till sunrise to fuck is hot but that is not how they portrayed it it was just no. her feeling unsure and terrified and like what the fuck is going on um yeah. and then, it gave her enough time to get scared yes and pull a michael myers and dress Halloween, up as a ghost dress up as a ghost <laughs> move <laughs> trying to you're act, naked yes. as the day you were born <laughs> Well, where's yeah. my beer? Like, yeah, it's just oh, like... Oh, you're naked. Yeah, guys, you're naked as the day you were born is one of the most <laughs> annoying lines, or the way she delivered oh. it. Oh, my it's fucking so God. Shut up, <laughs> Oh, Derek. You're so gross is a good summary of you're almost so everything. Because gross. when they finally get to it, there was, again, another hawk and loogie. She does that ear kiss. Why? Oh. She did I mean, what? She does that... She wants to kiss him a special way, or however she describes. Do you remember how she described it, Frank? Uh, yeah, I can't remember, but she she basically spits in his ear. Oh my like, god, I like, missed this like, part. 
There, it happens often when, with these movies because I have to write notes, so I'll look down and I'll it's, miss something. But I definitely looked up at it. Yeah, essentially her like, <laughs> like and like you can see she, the sun glints off so of the gross. loogie, like as it's going into his ear. And all I could picture is how freaked out I get oh when I get God. like liquid I've in my heard, ear. Like, like I've <laughs> heard about a lot of kink in my day, and yeah. I have never heard of that in my life. Like obviously, you want to do yeah. some ear stuff. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like gushing any amount of liquid into someone's ear, especially like with the yeah. congestion. She is a virgin. <laughs> she don't get, get an ear it. Infection. <laughs> oh, especially it like, yeah, all, gave... all that sand everywhere, and then and they got horse manure everywhere. <laughs> like, so much horse manure in the air. <laughs> dust manure dust. Uh, but yeah, so she ends yeah, up that... getting ecstasy. This is again. I wrote, "How can there be forty-four minutes left?" I was just like shocked. There's no way. Yeah. That there's yeah. There's no way. I was shocked. I was like, "This wasn't another like guy she tried to fuck and it didn't work out." This was it. Bolero. The big Bolero hump? is like me currently watching slash rewatching the Scream movie series, and also if I watch the Saw movie series, where I'm just like, "How can you keep doing them?" Like, didn't we get the killers and then mother of the killer? Like, how is there going to be one for three and four? In this, it was the same. I was just like, how could there be more movies? Like, are yeah. is it going to be a long credit sequence? Yeah, someone's got to uh, get smart real fast. The writer, yeah. the director, the actor. Someone. They all freaked out on set. They're like, we got to brainstorm. Yeah. How are we going to do this? Let's get rid of the guy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is that what happened? He got injured and he was something like, I'm afraid it'll never work again. And she's like, I guarantee it. I yeah. guarantee. She she was like watching men's warehouse videos being like, I'm going to say, I guarantee it. She or put men's on a bad warehouse toupee. saw that movie and was like, let's oh. start saying I guarantee it. You know what? I think we got a <laughs> catchphrase. He's jerking off to it. Like, yeah, <laughs> That's my, my catchphrase. I've got my catchphrase. <laughs> so she says, I guarantee you're going to get a boner again. And he's like, I don't believe you. For 40 he has, minutes. He has a gourd dick. He's His dick okay, got his a dick fucking... But then at the end, it. the hole heals up and he gets an erection again, apparently. We'll see. We don't see the erection. We don't know what happened. No. She we just mashed trust. herself all over it and somehow he was fine with it. Yeah, he she rode a, a bull naked mm. and uh, she ended up like treating him like a bull by mm. doing that like Olay thing over him oh, with her Jesus. like the Olay uh, thing. Yes, she does like a oh yeah. She holds up like the red thing that you wave in front of a bull. She like whips it out in slow motion and then fucks yes. him. And that like George so Costanza eating a slice stupid. of mango. Yeah, it gives him a B twelve shot. His dick goes <laughs> off just enough. It, but that's the thing too. You're like. You know the dick ain't completely right. So it's like it's like almost like if you gave the realistic version of what he's saying is like I have half a chub. Yeah. Let me shove it in. Like so, kind of. Like exactly. it's not erotic. She the story was supposed to be I guess if we were supposed to get a lesson I mean it was sad she didn't really have any of her like I guess she was she healed him with her sexual power or something. I don't understand how that's a lesson, though. She was supposed to, like, go find herself. What the fuck happened? Kelly, Guys. I will tell you what the lesson is. Mm. The lesson is, if you lose your virginity to one man, mm. you better make sure that dick keeps working because you're going to marry them. 
That's you're going to have a big marriage and you're never going to have sex with anyone else. And you're going to give a little thumbs up <laughs> when you say that thing is going to work. I guarantee you this <laughs> tiny yeah. thumbs up. I learned this from cotton. <laughs> if I was going to be any of the characters, I would be honestly the gypsy child was cool and badass other than yeah. her being like horny for this adult who was going to rape her. And we saw her naked. We never see her get raped, by the way. But um no. But she was kind of cool. I liked her, like, brassy whatever, yeah. even though some of it was probably racist um, sure. against gypsies. <laughs> but, like, she was cool. The friend was awesome. She happened to have, like, the knowledge of a 40-year-old at the age of 22 or whatever. And She's so Cotton rude to her, though. Happy, Bo- even though he's an idiot for hanging yeah. out with these kids. Um, yeah. But yeah, she is rude to her friend. She's I don't know what's going on. She there. like makes fun of the way she talks. Like she always oh, is that's like right. mocking her. Yes. And I'm like, fuck you. Yes. Fuck you. Oh, uh, he kidnapped me because you want the money? No, he kidnapped me because I was so cute. Did you guys remember yeah. that where she was trying to like yes. <sighs> So yes, we have to we talked about before, we just have to talk briefly about Olivia Dabo. That we mostly know from Wonder Years fame. Yeah. Uh, but I sister. also mostly knew her from Conan the Destroyer. Came mm-hmm. out the same year. Uh, she is butt naked mm-hmm. in one scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting a sponge bath. Uh, I think there's a few. And there were like three scenes. Was I she multiple scenes? She yeah. might have been. Yeah. Uh, and she was definitely uh, sometimes, according to some sources, 13, 14, 15. It kind of moves around, depending on who yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, I guess the about. movie came out when she was 15, so she very much, well, could have been 14. The character was supposed to be 13, though. It happens all the time, and especially movies of this era where both me and Frank will be like, oh, man, that thing happened when that actor or that actress was this age, and then we're like, wait a second. It they was even earlier. It. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it just got somehow worse. Um, yeah, it's not cool. And And I'll tell you this. When you want to go verify how old she was, just because for facts, uh-huh. watch out for message boards, because uh, there'll definitely be oh some no. dudes Being taking like, the concept oh. of the Phantom Tingles, but in a wrong way. Just like, no. dude, it's cool. Don't worry about it. She's banging. Like, basically, of like. Of course she's was, banging, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> just stop, though. Uh, she developed very early, according to IMDb it. trivia. Um, <sighs> but yeah. It's rough. It's it's not only rough that, uh, like, uh, you know, as someone who visited Romania, gypsies are definitely not treated great. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and to kind of just make it be like this weird cartoonish character is a wild ride. Uh, and she's supposed to be comic relief as well, <laughs> kind of, in it. Him, her and George Kennedy. George Kennedy trying to nap all the time. Yes. Legitimately funny to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Falling over. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I just wrote great chair work from that guy. <laughs> that, that scene was so weird to me. It felt like a Lynchian because of the way they shot it, the way his eyes kind of roll back and the way he's falling in slow motion and the face he makes. I'm like, this is kind of unsettling. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's overcome. Barry. By some sort of dark force, yeah. Uh, And yeah, she basically, you know, I think also, you know, to something you said very early, there are, uh, whether they're good or bad, there are a fair amount of, like, when I say fair amount, maybe two or three. There are some, like, iconic shots in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I think they're iconic because of 
ubiquitous marketing and the uh, proliferation being uh, on Showtime and Cinemax and just like seeing them. Like, cause right. it's like, I felt the same way where I was like, did I see Bolero before? Cause I know this yeah. silhouette shot of her smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I know this shot of her on a, on a horse. Right. Um, uh, and so it almost like, much like a lot of this movie tricks you into like having those moments, like maybe it is a good movie. <laughs> it's got these iconic things. No. Like, am I wrong? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just a little old dubby. Yeah. Honestly, I yeah, I don't even think I. This movie isn't even good for jerking off. Like at least no. some of these, at <laughs> yeah. least some of these that are real bad, I could be like, oh, I'll mind that for the little jewels. But no, no. There's too many distracting things. There's yeah. too many. And I'm ultimately. Uh, not attracted to Bo Derek, I don't think. That's not sexy. Yeah. That's the weirdest part. I, I would mean, love is to it... be able to just like compartmentalize that hot bod, but I just can't. Because it's odd enough, also, <laughs> and and then it's her history doesn't mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. Her acting style in this doesn't mm-hmm. help. Um, even a lips. giant neon sign that says ecstasy is not making me <laughs> no. have ecstasy. I'll also just say slow motion is just not good when. They are using that specific slow motion that uh, I'm not sure if that type is in camera or post. And you might know, Kelly, but when it's like it's very choppy. Yeah. You can see I the mean, in-between frames. I mean, if it's that frames. choppy, I would say it's probably done in post. That's, That's what I think, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Because it looks uh, great. if you Yeah. If you really slow it down, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I love a good slow motion erotic as yeah. long as I can really see that loogie. Uh, glint in the sunlight but yeah it's just all the slow motion you're just like oh it's gonna keep going you're just gonna make this longer um and and even having the inkling that it could be a real sex scene at the end makes it just feel less erotic and more like it's not like don't look now where you are just like oh okay right it's pretty erotic like Donald Pleasance and Julie Christie yeah um uh, yeah, because there's no if I mean if there was some chemistry between those two people, I think I would be stoked about a they might be fucking thing. But yeah, no. There's and not. then also ending that scene where you're like, all right, the last scene is the closest to something that if I'm gonna get anything out of this, it's jerking off. To end with a cramped <laughs> foot joke, you know what I mean? Like to just have a lo- yeah. a, a lazy soft joke. <gasps> oh my uh, god, there's a cramped foot joke. That like how hack in '84 that was hack. So you know what funny. I mean. That's I was starting terrible. rewatching Search Party because mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I don't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just I watched it so long ago. I guess I if I'm gonna watch a new scene, I gotta watch yeah. some of the old. And there is a cramp foot joke that works better, but also feels like a reference to other yes, like old timey cramp totally, foot totally, totally, and just like a little bit of something we can all relate to. It's yeah, it's like of course we've all had a cramp during sex, and it... <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. also. Uh, yeah, because I don't drink enough water uh, in my day to day. And I will say for the non-eroticism of the last scene, um, I don't know how you two feel. I very much do not like tr- uh, smoke machines or no. dry ice. Yeah, no. They really make me choke. Like at metal shows happen a lot. Oh, like, and I, 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 my throat no, kind of, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like I have asthma. Yeah. You can taste right. it too. Yeah. It's, it's like that a syrupy. cloud. Yeah. It's really thick. It's, it's a metallic odd. syrupy can't, how taste. How can that be yeah. like normal? Can't like, be healthy. Can that, yeah. Why is that acceptable yeah. to just like gush all over people? Yeah. Uh, trying just to breathe. Dump, 
Just dump honey and milk on me instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, just make it totally <laughs> Gotta try ironic. that one. Um, yeah, I mean, that's Bolero in a nutshell. There I it mean, was. Yeah. I think we covered is, it. Is there anything we missed that we didn't get to? The only things I'll I say canon-wise, and this is mostly for us, Frank, is that one, the original pitch for Bo Derek was Samson and Delilah. Uh, oh, yeah. And it was supposed, and most likely it would have been Lou Ferrigno as Samson. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> and like I, he definitely wouldn't have been cool with Lordy, that. Uh, uh, but also, there's I, I do again always suggest going to the Canon Film Guide. Uh, Austin goes through. Um, there's a lot of bickering between Golan and Globus and uh, the Derricks after this. Like, and there's a lot of like Bo Derek did a Playboy spread to promote this and then golden and globus was just like what are you doing we own that and then there was a dispute over who owned what for marketing uh john derrick pulled a gore vidal in tough guys don't dance and claims that it no no it's supposed to be uh bad like it's supposed to be funny we're being cheeky i swear it's not that we're bad at making movies uh classic canon related film move uh yeah i mean is there any it was else? the last yeah it was the last movie for mgm oh, right the partnership because they refused to do a cut of the film they just released it unrated because they were like nope we're not going to do any kind of cut of the film and nc-17 didn't exist mm-hmm. yet. yeah and it was going to um, get an x which is the the death of a quote-unquote real movie in those days oh, yeah wow you talked I to, seeked out about the, the editing blockbuster <laughs> what did you say frank Oh no, they um uh you talked about the editing of this and there were a few takes that they left in that you were like, "Why did you keep that?" cuz they broke. The 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 actor, the 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 bullfighter a couple of times there was one part where he he really fucks up like the line and then you could tell he smiles afterwards like he's like, "Oh no, let's take that again," but they kept it in. And then at uh oh yeah, here it is. I actually have the timestamp of it too. At 48.53, he fucks up that line and gets tripped up and then smiles, but they kept it oh in. Oh, God. And then, and then after that, when he and this uh, that his uh, other lover were fighting, there's uh, you could see it. It looks like he cracks up. You could see him from the back, and it looks like he's laughing. And she's supposed to be crying, but I think she starts laughing, too. <laughs> and then they pop out of it. It's so funny. Oh. There were a couple moments like that, but also his delivery of like that line where they're about to have sex and it's got the theremin Ghostbusters music. Oh my god! Uh, but she goes, uh, "You're as naked as the day you were born." And he goes, "That's true." <laughs> <laughs> yes, there were some then, like real the room moments with like Tommy Wiseau yeah. lines. It was wild. He goes, "The bed, the bed would be oh nice." Oh my god! It's like he's <laughs> foreign. Why is he this stupid though? He's not. <laughs> dumb what is this my god yeah there's definitely taste a lot my of blood? foreign what was not that? dumb moves in this. taste my blood yeah somebody said taste my blood oh i remember that and where did what was that yeah. in reference to i feel like it was swallowed at the know. end I of a scene and you're down. just like what wait how what are you talking about yeah there's a couple that, i mean i think that's the weird part too is like I'm just realizing, like, for... They would sometimes do it for purpose of jokes, but also I think it was supposed to be, like, sexual innuendo stuff. But, like, Mm. there would end up being lines like, taste my blood, that you're like, what what did you think the point of that was? Yes. Uh, 
And there's like one where that she says something about when they're gonna have sex again or something like that's not the way we did it last time. But they don't. There's a lot of ellipses in this movie. Like no. there's a lot of ellipses that I don't know what is supposed to be on the other no. end of that is ellipses. Is the person a smart person saying something informed, or are they supposed to be portrayed as stupid right now? That's the right. question often. Yeah. Because like I remember in that I was just like anal. I don't. What are we talking about? Yeah. Like it isn't <laughs> clear what joke? you're. Yeah. yeah. Like and is that a joke? If it's a joke, like no. it's so confusing yeah would anyone be yeah. saying when they were having anal this isn't how we did it last time just within that like measured tone you know just that relaxed <laughs> the most relaxed I have version two, of sex <laughs> i have two other things real quick yeah uh talk, talk about being gross uh with kids that one part where Bo is like telling her friend like just practice on him about that little boy oh right so great. Oh, I forgot about that. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck are you saying?" It's like this is disgusting because it's even like he's like ten yeah, or something. I mean, there's, like, ah. that's that's a part of our sordid sexual history in the United States as well. Is like men being kind of used as playthings as children by women. Yeah. Uh, or men even, and it's and it's like kind of acceptable because it's like, oh, lucky bastard gets to fuck, right. and it's, it's like the uh, yeah. it's the, I fucked my teacher. Yeah. Like, the the like yeah, yeah, yeah that's not cool. That didn't work out well for anyone. Awful. Any. Yeah. <laughs> awful. Yeah. Um, but also that kid that was drinking the wine, I guarantee that kid was actually drunk. Oh, yes. <sighs> Well, 100%. it was Spain, so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or Italy <laughs> or whatever the fuck it yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably New Jersey. It was <laughs> <laughs> just cheaper to shoot there. Um, yeah. I mean, Bolero, baby. I mean, it. I we did it. And I'm so, I, I truly, I, 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 we, we couldn't have had a better guest for it. Thank I do you. think you were able to yeah. give us yeah. insight into it that, uh, <laughs> Not making it a better movie, but I do think led to a better discussion than maybe this movie deserves about <laughs> sexuality and oh, yeah. about Good, how thanks. we all have been all ruined by our the world <laughs> yes. at all times. Yes. You can take that statement. That's the thing I want everyone to take away. You can take that statement that I just made and put it at literally any time period. Like, exactly. we are not new. Hum- humanity is terrible. Yes. yes. Yep. Uh, we have been ruined. The canon canon. Look for mm. that shirt on T Public. <laughs> <laughs> uh man so this is the time where we give our rating the our rating system is our canon rating system it's one out of 10 canons uh however you want to answer it's not about whether it's good or bad but from the little or a lot you know about canon films mm. how does this feel in terms of it being a canon film to you Shit. the company you mean what rating would i give it yeah one out of ten yeah. canons how canons. canon do you think one it out is? of ten yeah. if we're talking about canon films yeah uh, I'd have to say I was going to give a lower rating if it was just a general rating. Sure. But if it's, I would say canon, like I'd do like a three point eight or something, and okay. I'm I'm mostly just attributing that to like them giving us some good uh, like exposure shots. You know, like yeah. they they use the lighting well a few times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's totally kind of sense. it. Like, yeah, we just like saw some attractive people too, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. Frank, what do you give it canon wise? Uh I would say probably a five. Yeah. Wow. Uh, just because like I'm down the middle just because um there's so much that is um 
like it's canon choice, like being like, oh, I can see where you went wrong here. But also just it's too like I told Jeff, it's like the room without the yeah. fun. Yeah. Like and at least with canon, you can have some kind of entertainment, you know, like even if the acting's bad, it's still like serviceable. Right. And it's still like there is somewhat of a plot, even if it's convoluted. And it's like there, there's a lot of things that do go right than wrong. Like the balance is more uh, even. But for this, it's just like completely lopsided to just being like, I. this is the only movie we've watched. I don't know how many movies have we watched, Jeff, so far, maybe 100 yeah, or so. Yeah, over 100. And of canon films. And I think this is the first movie where we were taking notes that I kept Every other note was, what is this movie? (laughs) I wrote it down so many times. What is this movie? Uh, And Pirates, uh, Polanski's Pirates is still the worst one we've seen. But this is like right up there with it. I think this is like a step above Pirates, but it's still, Pirates is still the worst. But this is pretty, so that's why I give it a five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a five as well. Because it's also just like, it's, it, it it gets a little bit of the five because it ends up being a little bit on the list of like classic canon of like just representing the scope of canon. Right. And I mean, they even he she shows up on the book like in the drawing that Austin has on the horse naked. But it, it's uh you know it's in between their quote unquote prestige films and their action fit. It's just like right in the middle there and uh yeah I don't know it's just I I, I think Austin. True Nick summed it up best when to paraphrase him where he was like, I have to rewatch these canon films a lot for the book. He's like, this one is maybe the most painful. <laughs> like, and I have, I've done it the least. Like he just like kind of got around because Cannot he's like, he did, was again. just like, it's boring. Yes. It's just like kind of a boring movie. Yeah. Um, but again, uh, could not have been happier to talk about with anyone uh, more than you, Kelly. I mean, this was just great talk. Thank you. Uh, Thank uh, you for having me, guys. Of course. Kelly, where can people find you? Well, I got rid of my old Instagram that was like my person Instagram. So now I just have my podcast Instagram. It's called What Are You Into? Just type in What Are You Into? One word. And you can find the show on any of your podcasting platforms. And, you know, I'll have other things to be to promote at some point but right now that's the gig because i'm a mommy during the pandemic okay oh, the pandemic so fun <laughs> um, <sighs> well thank you for making time to talk to us of course a little thumbs up we Can give you. See? <laughs> uh, but uh frank where can people find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Canon Canon Second Canon is one in. And of course, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Canon Canon. Join our Patreon. We got a lot of fun things coming there. And go to our T Public site uh, and uh, pick up one of those shirts of the Canon Canon logo. Unless T Public decides to take it down like they just did with one of my other podcasts for no particular reason. Because it, <laughs> who knows? Arbitrary bullshit. Um, but uh, until next week. I'm Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Garcia Hale. This is The Cannon. Cannon. I'm sorry, but they don't sell horses. <laughs> <laughs>